0: Hi, I'm Kensley. And I'm Alyssa. Alyssa's back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Let's go. Let's go. I just had a lot of stuff happening. I'm a busy lady. (laughs) (laughs) She's back. I'm back. Better than ever. On January 15th, 1947, 22-year-old aspiring actress Elizabeth Short was found brutally murdered in Los Angeles with her body cut in half and a ghastly smile carved into her face. This is The Ugly Truth, and today we're covering the Black Dahlia murder case.
0: a classic i genuinely don't think i know the whole story i feel like it's been years since i've actually like paid attention
1: i've definitely listened to some podcasts on this one and then when i was researching it i learned a lot more than i feel like i knew
0: wasn't there like recent updates i think there has been
1: five years two years yeah Uh for sure all right so let's get into it on the morning of january 15th 1947 A mother was taking her child for a walk in Los Angeles, just a friendly neighborhood in Los Angeles. And on her walk, she spotted the gruesome scene of a young woman's body sliced clean in half. At first glance, the mother thought the body was a mannequin due to how she was posed. The body was also just inches away from the sidewalk. But unfortunately, that was not the case. It was not a mannequin. It's never a mannequin. (laughs) It never is. And despite the extensive mutilation and cuts on the body, there wasn't a drop of blood at the scene, indicating that the young woman had been killed elsewhere. Jeez.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: The 22 year old Elizabeth Short had been sliced in two at the waist and completely drained of blood. Some of her organs, such as her intestines, had been removed and neatly placed underneath her, like she was just laying on top of her organs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and they kind of determined that the fact that her blood was drained and the way that she was sliced in half, they thought, like, it would take experience. And so they were like, maybe this was someone in the medical field, which we'll get into that a little bit later. But the most chilling mutilation were the lacerations on her face. The killer had sliced each side of her face from the corners of her mouth to her ears, creating what's known as the Glasgow smile. Like, Ugh. the Joker. Like, that's the what I think of. But, like, oh, my gosh. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. I hate it. No, Obviously, you. the police were immediately called, and the FBI were brought in almost just as immediately, which yeah. is probably a good thing. Makes sense. And within only 56 minutes, the FBI had identified the body as Elizabeth Short. Wow. Yeah. It's quick.
0: Well, especially with the mutilation to her face. that's crazy. Right. And then the time frame of when this is happening. That's yeah. wild. Yeah,
1: 1950s. And here's how they identified her. So her fingerprints were in the FBI system, not once, but twice. There was a hundred million sets of fingerprints and hers were in there two times. Wow. Once was from applying for a military job. And another one was just a few months after when she was arrested for underage drinking. So police also had her mugshot from that, which they, you know, compared to her body and were able to verify that it was her. The police began their investigation by analyzing the body and the crime scene, as they typically do. And near her body, detectives noticed a heel print and a cement sack with traces of blood that had presumably been used to transport her body to the park where it was found. So she was carried in, like, a bag. Cement bag. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ew. Yeah. And this is terrible. So meanwhile, Elizabeth Short's mother, Phoebe Short... Didn't learn of her daughter's death until reporters from the Los Angeles Examiner telephoned her pretending that Elizabeth had won a beauty contest. <gasps> Isn't that terrible? Why? I don't oh know. Oh my God. But basically, they just started pounding Phoebe for all the details they could get on Elizabeth before just revealing the terrible truth that her daughter had been murdered and her corpse had been dismembered in unspeakable ways.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That's terrible. That is, what a terrible way to find out. Anytime people find out through the media or through something like that, it's just not okay. Like, I don't know. And I don't know how soon after she was murdered or how soon after the murder this happened, they called her. But oh, either way, she should have been contacted right away. That's
0: terrible. hmm
1: And as the media began uncovering details of this horrendous murder, more about Elizabeth's life came out as well. The media and the police began to brand her as a sexual deviant, quote unquote, oh. saying that she had been with lots of men within the 2 months before her murder. And one police report read, quote, "This victim knew at least 50 men at the sa- at the time of her death, and at least 25 men had been seen with her in the 60 days preceding her death. She was known as a teaser of men." End quote. So that justifies her getting murdered? Yeah, what? I don't. Know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I hate that. No, thank you. And I'm sure we're all wondering why was she nicknamed the Black Dahlia? This is something I did not know before researching it. Yeah. So it was rumored that Elizabeth liked to wear a lot of sheer black clothing. So that was the black part. Okay. And then it was also a reference to a movie that was out at the time called The Blue Dahlia. So I don't know if the Blue Dahlia like wore blue sheer clothes. So they were like, oh, she wears black sheer clothes, so Black Dahlia, I have no idea. (laughs) They're like, that makes sense. (laughs) I don't really know, but that was the reasoning that was given.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Many people also began to spread the rumor, a false rumor, that Short was a prostitute or that she just liked teasing men because she was a lesbian. Okay. Which, neither one of those were true. And to add to the mystique of Elizabeth Short, she was also a Hollywood hopeful. She had moved to L.A. a few months before her murder and was working as a waitress, but she was hoping to make it big. But sadly, she hadn't scored any acting jobs, and her death became her claim to fame. so terrible she literally has lived in los angeles for a few weeks and then or a few months and then to get murdered like that i just don't it's just the the beginning of her life too she's only what 22 22 yeah she's young as famous and as big as this case was police could not figure out who was behind it but members of the media did receive some clues on january 21st about a week after the body was found the examiner received a call from a person claiming to be the murderer. The examiner is like a media site.
0: Okay.
1: Or program, I guess. And the call, the person on the call, said he would be sending Short's belongings in the mail as proof that he was the murderer. Whoa. And shortly after, on the 24th, so three days after the call, the examiner received a package with Short's birth certificates birth certificate, photos, business cards, and an address book with the name Mark Hansen on the cover. Also included was a letter pasted together from newspaper and magazine letters clippings that read, quote, Los Angeles examiner and other Los Angeles papers here is Dahlia's belongings letter to follow, end quote.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, it's like a ransom, like with the letters pasted together like that. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And all of these items had been wiped down with gasoline, leaving no fingerprints behind. Oh, my God. Though there was a partial fingerprint that was found on the envelope, but it was damaged in transport and never analyzed. Hmm. But at least they checked all the stuff, as you would. Yeah. On January 26th, another letter arrived. This handwritten note read, quote, here it is. Turning in Wednesday, January 29th, 10 a.m. Had my fun at police. Black Dahlia Avenger. End quote. What? So I guess it's signed Black Dahlia Avenger. How are you? I'm confused. But that's Why not- is, That doesn't make sense. You're
0: not avenging her. Yeah, exactly. You killed her. If this is true, what- that Unless make he's sense. like, I killed her and now I'm gonna avenge her. That doesn't I'm work. sorry, buddy. That is the opposite of what you need to be doing right now. Right.
1: Oh my gosh. The letter included a location- so police waited at the appointed time and place, but shocker, the author never showed. Wow, I'm really, really shocked by that. All right. Jeez. Afterward, the alleged killer sent a note made of letters, cut and pasted from magazines, again, to the examiner, that said, quote, Have changed my mind. You would not give me a square deal. Dahlia killing was justified, end quote. What?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. And yet again, everything sent by the person had been wiped clean wiped clean with gasoline. So investigators couldn't lift any fingerprints from the evidence. Oh. Uh. This guy's
0: smart.
1: No, he is. Like I'm I'm sorry, this is in the nineteen fifties and you were thinking
0: ahead. Right. Like this is this is wild.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it definitely gives like zodiac killer vibes. Right. Like yeah. sending messing with the police and, and the media and like yeah. sending letters written in code or whatever. Like yeah. kind of similar MO there. And at one point during the investigation, the LAPD had 750 investigators on the case. Holy. And wow. they interviewed more than 150 potential suspects linked to the Black Dahlia killing. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. 150. Officers heard more than 60 confessions during the initial investigation, but none of them were considered legitimate. 60 confessions? Like, confessing to the murder. Pretty sure 60 people didn't do it. Why? I don't know. Oh my gosh. But none of them were considered legitimate, like I said. Since then, there have been more than 500 confessions. None of which led to anyone being charged. I am so confused. I don't understand. 500 people? <laughs> I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I'm going to confess to a murder because that's just great. That's a great idea. And, like, you're not really getting fame for that, especially if you didn't do it. Like, No. And if there's 499 people before you. Right. Like, you know. Like, I, I guess probably nowadays people want to confess to it
0: for the, the hype, like, to be famous. But yeah. Like, I don't know if it. Ugh, it just doesn't make sense yeah because if you don't have the information you're not gonna
1: nobody's gonna think
0: well they did it right
1: for sure. <laughs> right for sure but let's lo- look through some of the possible suspects i only have a few on here because there's so many oh my gosh. and these are the ones that i feel like make the most sense first one is george hodell For Steve Hodel, a former LAPD detective, the idea that his father, George, may have killed Elizabeth Short, started with a hunch. While looking through George's belongings after his death, he found a tiny photo album that contained two photos of a dark-haired woman. A woman who bore an uncanny resemblance to the Black Dahlia. Steve started to dig into his theory and came up with some compelling clues. His father, a doctor... (gasps) Would have had the skill necessary to slice the black Dahlia in two. His handwriting seemed to match letters to the police. And he appeared to have purchased bags of concrete shortly before Short's death, which matched the bags found near her body. Whoa. This is where it gets crazy and I don't understand how he's not arrested. Police even had his house bugged in the 1950s. So on February 19th, 1950, the recording device picked up a woman's scream. Later, it recorded George talking on the phone with someone and telling them, quote, realized there was nothing I could do, put a pillow over her head and covered her with a blanket. Get a taxi. Expired. 1259. They thought there was something fishy. Anyway, now they may have figured it out. Killed her. End quote. It's like really choppy and kind of confusing, but it sounds like
0: what? he's
1: saying there was nothing I could do. So I put a pillow over her head and covered her with a blanket and expired 1259. That sounds like she died at 1259 because that's like how doctors say it
0: Oh because they will be like time of
1: death 1259 or whatever. So it, like expired 1259.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. But like his house was bugged before she died. Is that what they're saying? No, I think this is after. So then how did they
1: hear a woman scream? Is there a Maybe he killed someone else. Oh
0: my gosh! So he's killed multiple people if this is true.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because she died in. Let me check. It was 1947, <gasps> and in 1950 is when they bugged his house.
0: So he could be a serial killer. Like he could literally have been the person. Like not just killing her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple people.
1: Yeah. And oh my gosh. when they bugged his house, this is something else he said. Quote, supposing I did kill the black Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead. End quote. (gasps) So,
0: did he kill the secretary? Is that what this extra part is? (laughs) Yeah, I don't
1: know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And he's not in jail. No, he was never like they interviewed him and they looked into him, obviously, but no one ever did anything that that's proof he literally said it in words oh my god yeah but he didn't technically confess he just said "Supposing and i did kill the black Yeah, they couldn't prove it now but like that definitely sounds like a but guilty he, person
0: but then he's like well the secretary's dead so that's why they can't figure out yeah like, this just seems like maybe we should have been
1: investigating that a little maybe bit more. we should have looked a little bit further into just that maybe. one And the second suspects I have are Leslie Dillon and Mark Hansen. So the theory went around that maybe the murder was completed by more than one person. When Short's belongings were sent to the police, there was a phone book with the name Mark Hansen on it, which is what I mentioned earlier. And Short had allegedly stayed a couple of nights with Hansen. He was a nightclub owner with friends in the LAPD before her death. Hmm. And Hansen had allegedly pursued the aspiring actress, but she rejected him. Two years later, the LAPD seemed to get a break in the case when a man who called himself Jack Sand called and started to make claims about the Black Dahlia case. He said that a man named Jeff Connors had killed Short because she'd threatened to reveal, quote, an affair considered not proper by the average person, end quote. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I feel like most affairs are not considered proper.
0: I, yeah. I think even in the 50s, I don't think affairs were yeah. a
1: normal thing. So she obviously maybe had some dirt on him and was ready to, like, Expose say something him about it. Yeah.
0: I mean, that might even help her get to the position she wanted to. Right.
1: acting career. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. Also, Jack Sand, whose real name was Leslie Dillon, knew details about the Black Dahlia case that the police had kept secret. Oh. And he just happened to have worked for Mark Hansen in the past. So, their theory is maybe Leslie Dillon and Mark Hansen were in it together because, you know, they worked together. He got re- Mark got rejected by her. This guy knows some weird details about it. So. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the most plausible suspects, in my opinion. But there's also many more including a newspaper publisher a gangster and there's a lot of people who have recently come out saying that like their dad did it like there's this lady who thinks that her father was the killer so hmm. there's a lot of those situations which i feel like a lot of times happens with weird cases like this like on their deathbed they say something and right yeah
0: and i mean if your dad tells you he killed somebody like what are you what are you gonna do you're gonna be like right trying to fix it i mean i think a normal person would try to fix it and 100%. make right on what their dad did yeah that is so crazy mm-hmm.
1: but unfortunately as time went on and the case went cold many people assumed that the black dahlia murder was a date gone wrong or that short short had run into a sinister stranger late at night while walking alone Oh, which I'm is too- very possible i guess like it could have been a stranger or someone she was on a date with but right these suspects just seem to like you know there seems like
0: maybe there should have been a lot more investigating going
1: on. Yeah. And though we still don't know for certain who killed the Black Dahlia, these recent theories present compelling cases. And it's possible that the truth is still out there. We're just waiting for the right investigation to finally bring it to light. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's true. I mean, it's not too late. It's not everybody from that time frame is dead. And, right.
1: you know... And with how, like, DNA and stuff has progressed in, like, the technological sense, Mm -hmm. there's so much more technology than there was back then, and DNA is such a strong thing, so if they have, like, any bit of DNA or any, like, even found on her body that they had that they, like, couldn't test back then, maybe they can test it now, so I don't know. Yeah. But it's pretty crazy, and it's so sad, and... I really want this case to be solved someday. Right. And like a lot of people, I was looking through the FBI's website and their page about this case. And they think that there's no chance at this point, which is fair, but I just feel like it's somebody, not impossible. Somebody knows something. Yeah. That somebody out sure. there has to know something. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's impossible at all. No. It's
0: but yeah, right that person coming forward.
1: Yeah. That's all it takes. And that is the black Dahlia case. Sorry, it's a little bit of a shorter episode. I wrote this episode the day we recorded it, so I was kind of rushing, but it happens. We still had to get a case episode out for you guys. Yes. And just a quick update, Letitia Stouck, who we just covered a few episodes back, she finally had her final hearing, and she got a guilty verdict. As she should. Yes, as we figured, and she has received life in prison, so. good. At least justice has been served on that front. And also Brian Koberger, who is the lead suspect for the Idaho College Massacre, he is in the final stages of his hearing. And as of today, what I heard today was that he was still doing a not guilty plea, which is insane to me, but. Right, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully the jury and the judge see through that because I definitely do. So, right. Hopefully justice is served for those four as well.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great.
1: It's, yeah. a, good up, it's a good update. And yeah.
0: Uh, we'll see what happens. Today.
1: Yeah, so. for sure. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we just reached over a thousand listeners. Woo! So that's super exciting. Yes. It's so great. We can't wait to keep growing and keep releasing stuff for you guys. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week with another case for you guys. Okay, bye. Bye.